Hello and welcome to the Particles, Plants and Patients podcast. I'm Tesney. I run my own plant shop in North Wales and tonight I'm also here with Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm a mechanical engineer. And Elliot. Hi, I'm Elliot and I work for the NHS. Where do you live, Elliot? And I live in Manchester. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And today we're talking about the rainforest. Pause for the music. Well, I'll start us off with a quick question then. Okay. So, um, rainforest, if you search rainforest in the Google, um, you come up with one pretty big one. It shares its name with a company. Uh, but I was wondering if you knew how much of the world's oxygen is produced by the Amazon rainforest? Mm. Um, no, I don't. I actually think I saw that fact. I, I, I know the answer. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> no, I deleted off my page, so I don't actually know. So go for it, Elliot. Go on, Rachel. Reveal your secrets. Well, from, from reading it, it was it's said to be 20%, but that's a big lie. <laughs> Oh God, well that was a big lie then. <laughs> it's actually about six percent what I read. Why was it a big lie? Yeah. So um why did lie? I think they said that 20% of the world's oxygen is stored in the rainforest, but it's not actually produced yeah. by it, and it's a little bit of a different thing. Um oh so I've been misled. So I'm gonna put caveats on all my further facts as they were all from the same source, that some of them <laughs> might be big I mean, lies. I think we should just let Rachel do the podcast as she proved yeah. my fact last week and your fact. <laughs> This week, actually, so. Elliot did the one last week. I just joined in. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined that that fact, as if for it being so bloody obvious. I was just trying to make <laughs> an interesting start to it. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, but one other question about the oxygen. Um, so we all obviously enjoy a bit of oxygen. It's kind of important, but mm. can you have too much oxygen? Is too can you have too much of a good thing, Tesney? <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be answering. Yeah, uh, Tesla's toxic. Sorry, oxygen is toxic (laughs) at high uh, quantities, at high percentages, I suppose, in the atmosphere. It's actually poisonous. It's not very good for us, but uh, it's in such low quantities that it's all right for us to breathe it in, and it's definitely needed. But I think that's quite interesting. The thing that keeps us strong is poisonous. That's fun. I know. What facts? You always have very dark toned facts. Like it's fine, and then it's like, oh. Yeah, goes oh, off the deep end at the end. Oh God! Maybe I need to chirp it up next week. <laughs> I have a a good fact that this can be framed as a question. So the the rainforest canopy uh, and this rainforest I'm talking about, of course, is the Amazon, um, is massively dense. Like this, you know, leaves and trees and stuff piled on. So they did some tests to see how long it would take um, rain to from hitting the top of the trees at the top to reach the ground floor. How long do you think it takes rain that is falling to reach the ground? Two About hours. 10 minutes. Yeah, it's 10 minutes, exactly. Oh, that was an absolute <laughs> guess. I <finally> not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 10 minutes. So once the rain's hit the top of the canopy, um, 10 wow. minutes to percolate through the leaves and get I to the bottom. my fact that... Um, Plants 
obviously need water to survive. Really? But obviously, yeah. Um, but in the rainforest, there's a little bit too much water um, for them a lot of the time. Um, so they've developed to like either be at the very top of the canopy and like only get the first bit of water and not sit in water and lower down the canopy and stuff. Um, but all their leaves have started to be like evolve into be really pointy, which is why it's like only 10 minutes to get down to the bottom because they all like funnel the rain off their leaves that's what they've evolved mm. to or to have waxy leaves which um don't really take water at all and they just go the water runs straight off so they've evolved not to have much water onto their like leaves so they don't drown basically wow so the that plant itself cool. has become aquaphobic yeah because because obviously like if their leaves get completely wet they're going to go to mush yeah and they'll get root rot which is the only plant thing i know yeah root (laughs) rot is the death of everything but um but that's why you have like you know like air plants and um and like monsteries that have got really big aerial roots they're not designed to be in the soil they're just designed to sort of like attach themselves to trees and like get water from sort of the air and like a little bit from the trees and stuff or just Mm. the environment so they're not actually in the ground enough to be getting rot so uh, speaking of water, uh, I know that obviously the plants don't need too much of it or else they'll mushify. Um, but how much of the world's fresh water is held in the Amazon basin? Tesney, come on, I know you know this. Why would I know this? Oh, I thought you did. I really, really thought you did. Why? <laughs> I picked this one because I thought you did. <laughs> Why would that be a fact I knew about? I, know, I saw this plenty. one in my research. Oh, were you on the same page as me by any chance? I don't know, but like it seemed to be one that was repeated. Like, well, if I remember it right, because I didn't do this research today, um, I think it was a fifth. It is a fifth. It's an entire one fifth. And considering quite a substantial chunk of the Earth's water is stored in glaciers or glaciers, mm-hmm. depending on who you are, um, <laughs> that's an incredible amount of water. So no wonder those plants don't want to get too dredged, drenched in it because a lot <laughs> yeah i i saw a thing that was like that, that said that um the waterways that run through rainforest are some of the like the most fish rich waterways that exist because the rain is so good it's full of like nice stuff for them yeah that um nice. they get loads of different types of fish um in these waterways that run i'd never even considered that like i know a rainforest is obviously in the name quite wet and rainy (laughs) but i hadn't thought about the fact there'd be like proper waterways that had fish and aquatic life in which i thought was quite cool but talking about the soil in the rainforest the soil um doesn't actually have many nutrients for plants to live in so that's why um they either get up most of their nutrients from the rain um and like from the atmosphere really and have the air plants and stuff um the little nutrients available are found near the topsoil and the nutrients in the top soil, most of the rainforest trees have shallow roots. Um, and these trees have developed that because if they get any lower down than the topsoil, um, they're going to get no nutrients and just die, basically. Um, so that's why a lot of tropical plants, you'll notice if you grow any, have really shallow roots and won't ever grow out in really big pots um, because of that. That's cool. They gotta have little shallow roots because there's nothing. There's nothing in the ground. There's no reason for it to have long. Basically, yeah. Or like they'll just grow roots out the random stems on the 
yeah. so can you visualize how big a hectare is no no it's 2.47 acres <laughs> i still don't know what that means <laughs> It's quite, it's, it's pretty big, but not that big is what I'll give, give you. <laughs> but um, in, in an area that you can't imagine, <laughs> which is making this fact to his big crap. <laughs> there are over 750 types of tree. That's I it. don't know. I don't know this. <laughs> now, what would you say? Two acres? 2.47 acres. 2.47 acres. Two, right. Maybe in football pitches because everybody knows yeah. how big one. Oh yeah, how many, how many football pitches in an acre? Perfect. Someone searched it before. An acre is roughly the same size as a football pitch. Okay, so in two and a half football pitches, there we go. <laughs> there's about seven hundred and fifty different types of tree in the rainforest. So that's an incredible amount. Like, how the hell are they all in there? But that's not the only thing. Trees aren't the only plant, obviously. Um, how many species of higher plants are there in that same area? How, how many species of like higher plants, like um, that aren't trees, basically, multicellular plants? Right. Thousands. Yeah. One and a half thousand. So in this, the biodiversity of one and two and a half um, football pictures is absolutely incredible. So we need to really look after these places, no matter I how could... much on palm oil. Yeah, because I saw a thing that was like the a quarter of the world's natural medicine is from the rainforests, and yeah. there's like ninety percent of it is still unfounded or something, and um, it's crazy to think that there's you know two and a half half football pitches of space, you've got one and a half thousand plants that are potentially you know really good for us, and we don't even know we've only looked at like ten percent of what's there. Yeah, and they're not only are they just plants, but they also give rise to their own ecosystem of support animals and you know like microorganisms and everything that live around them that are clinging on to those water sodden roots and <laughs> helping them like live it's incredible and you know sort of destroying it at quite an incredible rate yeah god i've turned it negative again, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always tails off somewhere <laughs> i've got one um bringing the so, vibe back up again um kind of oh, uh no. so <laughs> We know that companies clear the rainforest at quite an exceptional rate. I think it was something yeah. like a football field, a second worth of um, rainforest is destroyed. And it's destroyed a lot of the time to to grow plants, to grow produce. But how long do you think you can use that bit of land for to grow? Yeah. So considering that the, the ground is not very fertile in the first place, yeah. as Tesney's alluded to, but also they, I believe they don't bother sort of rotating their crops. So the, the ground just isn't given any chance. Yeah. So it must be four, maybe, maybe three or four crops cycle. So four years, I'd say max, they could use that land for, I don't know. Just well, not, even that, maybe. not even that really, I think, because it's a pretty yeah. crap land at the best of times. Yeah, so um, a piece of land, once it's been cleared and you've started growing on it, is only going to last one year or two years at the most, and then it's completely infertile and it's virtually useless. That's it just has to be left. Really. Yeah. yeah. And that, but the thing is, is if they'd have just left that, it lasted a genera generations upon generations. Mm -hmm. Oh, you made it sad again, Elliot. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> They used to say that we should six... have a sad box. Yeah, if we're going to start every time you do it, we're going to start like a little tick box thing of how many yeah. times Ellie has brought the mood down. Um, but the, yeah, I think they said like 
it used to be uh, the rainforest had six million people inhabiting it, like humans, mm-hmm. um, and now it's gone. It's only two hundred and fifty thousand, and that's the again. I think that was the Amazon, yeah. but we've gone from six million people living in the rainforest to only two hundred and fifty thousand because we're pushing them out and using yeah. it agriculturally and Do you know not what? respecting it. Well, people was... should really leave them alone. How do I remove someone from a call? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I needed to fit a pun in there somehow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Six million square miles of the earth um, was once covered by the rainforest, um, but that number has now been cut in half because of de- deforestation, which is insane. It is yeah. crazy. It's it's just crazy how fast it's being, it's happening, and there's these massive companies that just just don't care really. Yeah, I think I know McDonald's is like the worst, isn't it? I think it's one of the leaders, and so is IKEA for. Um, yeah. just destroying this land and not really doing anything really protect- tangible to protect it or regrow yeah. it and regrowing it, it is not as good yeah. as just not touching it in the first place well yeah and then when people are like oh we'll we'll plant a tree for every pack you buy yeah but that tree is one species and they're planted in rows mm-hmm. and they'll it'll take them not years to get to their to the point where they're grown up enough to survive oh you fracture them will survive and they're basically biodiversity is like nothing because it's just them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It you need more than just one species of plant that is cheap and yet survives most of the time to rebuild a population that you've absolutely mutilated because somebody wanted toilet roll on demand at a cheap <laughs> price. No. It's happened again. Five to ten percent of the species found in the rainforest will go stink in 10 years every 10 years will go stink crazy, crazy along the deforestation mm. yeah. i didn't realize this one would be so sad but it's so sad how yeah. much of the rainforest is dying when you look into it it is yeah. really sad to just think that nobody's really doing there doesn't seem to be any i mean the only incentives that i see are ones that are done as a pr thing you know it is like buy our products because we protect the rainforest it's yeah, not let's protect the rainforest because we need the rainforest yeah. you know it's a massive carbon sink it's absorbing all the stuff in the air yeah so i suppose when so they cut the trees down slash and burn them they use them for a year and then they're practically a desert Mm. I don't know how long it takes, obviously, because the land isn't very fertile yeah. anyway. I don't know how long it takes that piece of land to kind of rejuvenate. But if they've destroyed it and overused it, then it's yeah, it's going to be a very long time before the land is, you can do anything to it. And that's the problem with nowadays. People are so focused on quick, short things that the bigger picture isn't in mind. You know, our children might never see a rainforest. We I don't know if it's been cut down that quickly. <laughs> when it yeah, you, like, depends have, on when we have kids. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, just don't have children and then, they, it's, then they'll never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. another tick. Um, <laughs> um, on a positive note, so 3,000 plants are currently identified uh, in America, in any case, uh, by the National Cancer Institute as being active against cancer cells. 70% of those come from the rainforest. So the medicinal problem, like the medicinal um, impact of losing the rainforest would be absolutely massive. At the end of the day, most of the things that are active drugs and stuff are derived from plants or at least start out as plant-based. And yes, we can engineer bacteria to produce these compounds for us, but we need a starting point to do that. And we're gonna lose those huge things. We're, you know, 
we're going to be diving down into the oceans to find things next hydrothermic events next because they need those extreme extreme well, living. Maybe we should do the ocean next week because there's so many creepy things about the, the ocean. The ocean is yeah. flipping cool. Flipping cool. <laughs> like so we, we do the ocean. Yeah, because we haven't um like with the ocean, this absolutely don't know why I'm bringing this fact up in this one, but like we don't know anything about it really. Mm. Like we've only explored some ridiculously low percentage that I'll let you know next week. Um yeah, of the ocean. Um but yeah the ocean's a very cool one as well. But it Pretty that gnarly. is true. If if we start slashing and burning the entire of the rainforests on the earth what do we do then do we have to go into yeah. the sea and then start yeah de-oceaning the ocean <laughs> yeah well i suppose the melting the ice caps is influencing the oceans because it's cool mm-hmm. is it it's dis- de- removing the salt from the diluting the salt yes yeah okay it's halo something oh my god we've not even got on sorry it. we're diverging there <laughs> you've triggered I've us a, i've got a fun fact that's related to the rainforest Oh, thank God it's fun. Yeah, so it's it's kind of related, like it's not actually about the rainforest as a whole. But the most expensive coffee in the world is made from coffee beans picked from the dung of elephants living in the oh, yeah. rainforest of Thailand. Yeah. So basically the beans are fed to the elephants and then once they've pooped them out, they're collected, cleaned off and turned into coffee. So it's basically a coffee bean that's just been through the inside of an elephant. Yeah. It's How because much? they... Oh, sorry. Uh, say what you want to say. Because um, there's like... I guess it's the same reason why, but there's a monkey one as well that's really expensive. And the reason that it's so expensive is because the monkeys... And it's so good because the monkeys only pick the best coffee beans. So mm-hmm. they know which ones taste the best. So that's why they're eating them. So that when you make the coffee from them after they've gone through that, um, that's why it tastes so good. And that's why it's so expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine the elephants are doing the same. Yeah, they're doing the same thing. But how much do you think a cup of this elephant poo coffee is? Are we talking about for an espresso or espresso? I did not check the sizing. I'm afraid they didn't have (laughs) a Starbucks like menu. This isn't for like a caramel latte. I've got the answer in dollars because okay, in dollars. I'm going to say five hundred fifty dollars. I can tell you how much it'll be if I do this conversion really quickly. I also will probably not know. Do it in pounds. Just, Give me yeah. it in pounds. It could be in yen, and Tessie wouldn't know. It's a small, like espresso coffee from okay. what I. Right. Um, Why are you drinking? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine it. I can guess the cost. Imagine the money falling into my mouth. Three hundred pounds. Three hundred. Three hundred. I mean, Starbucks would probably charge you three hundred pounds for that. If they could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be very disappointed when I tell you the cost if you think it's three hundred. If like this one has literally been <laughs> out of something, it's three hundred pounds. Starbucks employees. That's what they're gonna <laughs> <have. laughs> be out of Starbucks employees. Oh my god. <laughs> the employee of the month. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Sorry. Disgusting. I'm ready to be underwhelmed. Off we go. Yeah. So a little cup of coffee is thirty-six pounds. Okay. Really went over. Yeah. Five hundred pounds first, and I came down. (laughs) (laughs) You lowered your price to three hundred and something. (laughs) Wow. I mean, to be fair, that is quite expensive. It's still ridiculously expensive. It's just not five hundred (laughs) pounds coffee. (laughs) At least did specify they were Starbucks selling it, so I think that's on par with what they're selling it as. To be fair, I I think think if Starbucks started to sell elephant poo coffee, it would be 
Irish. Incredibly but, expensive. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we should do a taste test on here and taste this thirty-seven pound coffee and be like, "Is it? Sh- <laughs> is it not? <laughs> Who's going to buy that?" Yeah, because you're not going to buy a cup of coffee. You're going to have to buy like the coffee beans, right? And a pound of coffee beans is five hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So That's maybe you were thinking, <laughs> yeah, your psychic abilities were thinking about yeah. a pound of coffee, not a coffee. Yeah, never mind. Then let's not do that taste test. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I've actually run out of facts now. You've exhausted all of my factoids of the day. I've got one about um, sunlight and the rainforest and plants, of course. Um, So plants also need sunlight to survive, if we didn't know that one. Um, And in the rainforest, the thick vegetation on the upper rainforest, so basically the canopy, um, must adapt to either living in really like high sunlight or really low light on the bottom of the rainforest floor because only one percent of sunlight makes it through the dense tree canopy at the top so it's got to adapt so that's why we have like plants that are really good with low light or really good with high light um and there's one there's an example and it's called the strangular um fig tree which starts its life living at the very top of the canopy where you get loads of loads of light and then through its life it grows down the canopy to the darker areas and that's where it grows its roots so it doesn't really grow its roots first it grows first and then its roots as it travels down the canopy to then find the soil which i thought was really cool god that's Um, an incredible distance it's gonna grow downwards isn't it yeah so it starts at the top and then grows down these trees are pretty big it's not like the park is it no um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. That is cool. Rachel looked very bored of that fact. <laughs> no, I was. I found a different fact, and I was trying to remember what the source was. That's why I was a little bit distracted. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've got a good fact. This is quite okay. an interesting one, actually. Um, I missed it before, but um, there's a BBC documentary called Unnatural Histories. Uh, it, it was a, it was a documentary basically all about uh, man-made stuff and things we've done, and. It actually explains the Amazon rainforest. A lot of the areas are mostly man-made. They're not actually natural. They didn't come about naturally. And that's because native people who lived there before European colonialism, they expanded the rainforest that they were living in because that's what they used for their food and water and all the stuff that they needed, their medicine at the time. And so, yeah, they, the, the, a lot of the Amazon rainforest isn't actually just nature sprawling. It was purposely put there by natives a long, and long time ago. the Europeans came along. Yeah, I think it was like the 1400s. Don't like yeah. that. <sighs> that's incredible, though. Like, that's some forethinking. Yeah, <laughs> they might need this one day to burn yeah. for a burger. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> one day McDonald's will produce a burger. <laughs> And their vans will run on this fuel. They obviously had the golden arches in their mind at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've run out of things to facts. say. <laughs> and we haven't got the timer of poor come up yet. <laughs> but we, none of us had very big facts. We all had the little No. I'll find some. I'll find some. <laughs> this is podcasting on the fly with Rachel Clayton. Rainforest can be stagnant. Stag- oh my God, what a word I can't say. I can see it. Stagnant. Wow. S-T-A-G-G-E-R-I-N-G-L-Y. Staggering. Staggering. Staggeringly. Staggeringly. More species rich. Um, I don't know what I'm saying now because I can't say that word. 
Well, I'm glad we waited for this one. <laughs> what is the fact? I don't know. I can't get over. I can't say that word. Staggeringly. Stagger- Staggeringly. Oh, doesn't matter. It was about the temperature in a forest, but um, I can't say the word. So um, I'm over. Just, I think so. I've just Googled, you know, looking for the Amazon rainforest and facts about it. Um, and for those who don't know, the Amazon rainforest actually has a TripAdvisor. Is it? And amazingly, it's Someone's not just, five stars. It's is four, someone one starred it? There's no one stars. Oh. But most people have been like, it wasn't it's what right. I expected. <laughs> it was a forest. What else? What are you expecting? Yeah. Um, I found one here. I don't know how valid it is, but... Someone find one about the temperature, please. Yeah, there's one about the temperature, not of inside, but of a lake. So there's a lake inside a rainforest on the Caribbean island of Dominica. And the lake is 88 degrees celsius Ooh. oh that's spicy warm boiling spicy. at one point you'd be perfectly cooked in that bath <laughs> yeah you would literally cook if you sat in there for too long i wonder if it's 88 degrees celsius off i mean it says it's celsius but maybe it's fahrenheit like that seems so hot yeah. how does it get that hot oh no how is it that hot go tell me i've got it i've got it here we go the lake is go. actually called the boiling lake Oh my God. Um, and it's a flooded fumarole, uh, mm-hmm. which is an opening into the planet's crust. Um, right. And it's, so it's a flooded one of those, so that it's heated naturally by the inside of the Earth. And it ranges between 82 and 92 degrees Celsius, but they can't measure the temperature at the centre because it's so difficult to get to because it's so hot. Wow. Um, that's right on the edges when they've taken those temperature readings. That is really hot. That's like if you fell in that, you die hot. Yes. What? Um, bacteria in it. Bacteria are everywhere, Tesney. I'm imagining bacteria. I don't know if anything lives in it. Um, I'd like to know if there's a fish in it. Oh. I don't think there's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> there's one fish. Like, it's been cooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fish and yeah. chips. It's like sometimes I, I can't remember the actual forest because this is obviously not. Wow, I mean, you're doing really well. No, no, it's not to do with a rainforest. It's to do with fish that is something like it's. Blood's like actually a bit frozen or something like like in the Arctic. So that's why it's not dead. Is that a bird's eye fish finger? Are you thinking of when the fish, when lakes freeze over, they also no. f- like freeze? No. 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 Um, so roughly 80% of our food comes from the rainforest. But I some when I was researching this one, because I actually did look at this and didn't include it on my list for some reason. The like literally everything, like potatoes come from the rainforest potatoes like that's not what i'd expect i thought they were good old europeans norfolk <laughs> I thought as well but they originated in the in the rainforest um and africa nourishes the rainforest because in order to survive and thrive the rainforest needs a constant supply of phosphorus and fresh dust and topsoil which gives it the nutrients which are transported by winds from the sahara desert wow whoa that's wow, we incredible. Rachel is not even listening to us. Yeah, Rachel's facts. Rachel couldn't care less. <laughs> Rachel's just like Sahara, what <laughs> Sahara, who I don't know her. <laughs> is she? <laughs> I mean, these are just some soft facts because a lot of the rainforest facts seem to be quite this soft. is the fact we're not going to tell you anything else. Every time you search for a rainforest fact, it comes up with rainforest, rainforest facts for children. That's yes yeah national geographic yeah, it's like trees <laughs> are found in the rainforest 
<laughs> I had one that was like frogs rest some frogs wrestle for oh, 20 God. minutes and I was like oh, to protect the territory it yeah. was poison frogs isn't it yeah the red dart ones or something yeah I think it was I'm sure they have them in Manchester Museum you know in their little alive yes thing. yeah yeah I think oh, I love it well. in that Tez, you're gonna like this. I found the temperature of tropical rainforests. Oh, and then yeah. Oh, I can we? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it is it warm? No, no. There's two <laughs> types of rainforests: it's a cold one and a warm one. I'm sure that's what's going on. I'm talking about tropical rainforest here. Okay. Go. <laughs> How hot do you think it is? Give me in Celsius. Celsius. Um. So, I'm gonna go for 35 degrees. Okay. It's quite a nice temperature. Quite like that with a pina colada on a beach. Oh, I'd quite like that. Pina colada. What do you think? Um, I have no idea. Oh, we can't say that. Just give a guess. I don't know. Negative 10, whatever. <laughs> yep, go on negative 10 then. So it's actually, it's cooler than you'd think, but it's not cold in any sense of it. It <laughs> ranges between 21 and 29 degrees Celsius. And like when like, you see it, you wet. think it's hot. Like when you, see, yeah, when when I see you see videos of people in the rainforest, you're like, oh my gosh, they look boiling. But it's actually just that they're moist. <laughs> like, they're, oh, it's they're, incredibly. They're so oh. humid. It's not sweat. It's just their bodies have got wet. Yeah. <laughs> they the are air. moist as anything. They are very like... moist people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a so word! Horrible. You want to know? You want to know why a rainforest is called a rainforest? The reason it's called a rainforest is because the amount of rainfall it gets every year. Thanks. <laughs> that you know what that should have been the the fact we started with. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been our top fact. Should have been that's on par with your Chernobyl fact last month, last week, Tesney. No, How obvious it is. Last week because you didn't let me say it. So yeah, I think we should end it because because we're all talking crap now. <laughs> Tesney, you talk crap every week. I know, I know I do. Here's another one. Jungles and rainforests aren't the same thing. They're not. <laughs> That's a fact. Why? Why aren't they? Uh, I don't know. I need to click on jungle facts for kids. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> We've now become an educated <laughs> Jungles and rainforests are similar, but while rainforests have thick canopies of tall trees that block out light, jungles allow more light in, making it easier for plants to grow. I thought it was going to say for plants to see. <laughs> Jungles are often found surrounding rainforests, but they are not the same thing. Oh, so maybe it's like thinning out. Oh, so thinning the... out of it, yeah. It's where there's not the big trees in, basically. Here we go. You know how lions are given the nickname King of the Jungle? Yeah. Yes. What jungle are they talking about? Oh, God. Um, I couldn't even tell you. The... Oh, I think it'll be... I don't think it is a jungle. I think that's completely made up. They live in they live in the on the, they live on savanna, don't they? Yeah, that was it. Lions are not in jungles. They are not the king of the jungle. They don't, they're not anywhere near jungles. They are in savanna and grasslands. Why why is that saying that then? Just a jungle book, maybe. Jungle book, yeah. Brainwashing kids. Can you research it and tell me the answer? No. That's your homework for next month. <laughs> well, I'm gonna search it now then. Here's another good fact. Tarzan is a famous fictional character who was raised by apes in the African jungle. Where's that? Africa. <laughs> that little area. Little, little well-known area, Africa. <laughs> yeah. Lions are kings of the jungle because of their raw power and strength. Lions fear no other animals. 
It's because somebody went, jungle is where nature is and animals are in jungle. <laughs> and, then, and then we're like, so lions are kings of the jungle. Why lion is king of jungle, not tiger? <laughs> That's the question on Google. What was the question? Why lion. is lion king of jungle, not tiger? <laughs> Fight. <laughs> oh, here's one. Here's one. It's from a. It's from coolkidsfacts.com and it's written by someone who talks weird but here's what some scientists believe that these awesome rainforests won't be able to survive for more than 40 years that's frightening (laughs) thank you no other information (laughs) there's nothing to back that up that's it and their top fact was rainforests are exactly as the name suggests a forest that gets heaps of rain. <laughs> heaps. <laughs> it's like me writing a website. By, by that with them definition, Manchester's practically a rainforest at the moment. Windy rainforest. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure this, this page isn't sponsored by Botanical Bay Plants? <laughs> with heaps of plants. Heaps of plants. Well, there is at the moment. Now I'm not allowed to open. Heaps of them. Heaps and heaps. You have to open a garden centre. <laughs> if you had to, if you had to go on an expedition here you would see so much <laughs> but it doesn't tell you what it these aren't on. facts these are just statements just, the next bit it's like a massive gap and then it says exotic orchid orchids <laughs> giant armadillos colorful birds and monkeys that's what that's all you'd see that's what you'll see. I really wish I could show you the picture of the monkey they've got because it's so weird. <laughs> Please save him, put it on the Instagram. Yeah, you'd better watch out for some more dangerous animals you could come across, like cougar, jaguar, and anaconda. This is crazy. Nearly 40 <laughs> to 75% of all species are native to the rainforest. <laughs> I think one week we should just find stupid websites for children and just read them out. <laughs> if you're forced to go there, you'll see some basically. Yeah, you'll see some things. There might be stuff living there. <laughs> wow. Wow, well, I think that's all we've got time for today, kids. <laughs> Literally this time. <laughs> Tune in next week for Oceans we'll be talking about. Um, yeah. That'll be a fun one, bit of a spooky one. Ocean scare yeah. me. We'll give you a wave from there. Right. Okay. Elliot won't be joining us next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find us on our social media. Um, we're Pottles, Plants, and Patients on Instagram and the free number three P, letter P, podcast on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram, botanical underscore babe with two E's. Rachel. At it's spelt Rachel on Instagram and Twitter. Elliot, what where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Elliot Griffiths98 or on Twitter at Elliot Griff98. Cool. And um, if you like the podcast, please tell your friends about us and give us a listen on any device you have. Yeah. Make sure you rate, follow. And rate and um, follow us wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah. This might surprise you. People think that the soil in the rainforest is really good quality soil for crops and stuff, but which is why they are often cut down. But strangely enough, rainforest land is not any good for farming. But then you get the farmers and loggers that take down the trees to feed their families. But by doing this, these farmers and loggers can't feed their families forever. Bye. Bye.